Welcome to Unchain Your Inner Strength Podcast. This is a podcast where we empower spiritual entrepreneurs to create a soulful life and business aligned to who you truly are. I am your host, Maria C. Krause, and I am passionate about helping women find the way back to their authentic selves. We achieve this by writing and sharing your unique story and become a best-selling author. Needless to say, one of my favorite things to do is read and write. I am also fascinated with the deep blue of the sky, the stars, and the moon, and I freaking love ice cream, tons of it. In this podcast, I invite special guests from all different backgrounds and niches of expertise to share with you their most divine and mind-blowing tips and tools to help you thrive in all areas of your life. Enjoy this week's episode. Hello, 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 hustle sisters. Welcome to another episode of Unchained Your Inner Strength Podcast with Spiritual Entrepreneurs. That means I am so fucking excited to introduce you today, our guest. <laughs> and you're going to see why. <laughs> because I think a lot of people need to hear this. If you're driving yourself insane with social media and you're one of those people that is like, oh, I need a little break, but you feel like your business is going to like crumble down. It's not. So I want you to check out this podcast with the lovely Missy Campbell. Hi, Missy. Hey, Maria. I'm so excited to be here. I cannot wait to have this conversation. I love your energy so much. Oh, my God. I thought when you jump on the call, I thought the same. I was like, oh, my God, this woman is so calm. I'm like, you have this aura of pure calmness. Like if you had a color right now, it would be like this like sky blue, like really, really light around you. (laughs) It's beautiful. I love it. Yes. I love like bluey green. That's like my magnetized to that. Yeah. Sort of, you know. <laughs> I feel it though. It's crazy. <laughs> so love is, Missy is a business strategies and she's also a human design expert. So we're going to talk a little bit about it, all of that. Um, especially we realize we're the same manifest as generator and um, yeah. And like a lot of things make so much sense about this, about your human design and how to work on your business and how to interact with others in your life and, and pick it and choosing who you want to work with and choosing a coach you want to work with, your clients, everything. So, but yeah, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Let Missy talk. <laughs> Missy, tell us all about you so everybody can get to know you, please. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, I, I feel like everything is an evolution. So the fact that the two of us are here is an evolution. But yeah, I started in the natural living niche and uh, writing photography, moved into business strategy, social media strategy, fell in love with Pinterest as a marketing piece. And I feel like it's still like the best kept secret in online marketing. Um, And then I learned about human design and I felt like I could finally move out of this logical place and run my business from a place of energy that felt really good. And it just gave me permission to like all of the things that I felt averse to. I was like, I don't have to do that. It's not in my human design. I don't have to do that. And I just really tapped into my profile, my human design, my strategy, my authority. And it's been, it's amazing. I feel seen and heard by the spiritual beings. (laughs) I love it. I love when you say about your authority. But Missy, you never had to anyways, right? Ever since you started your business, like you never had that hustle mode. I have to do, I have to jump in all the platforms. I have to create this. I have to. How come? <laughs> I'm, so I'm jealous. Very, yeah, I'm very much a minimalist at heart. And I feel like I have like a quick recognition of, I call it discernment. And we were having this conversation before we started recording, you know, about really like, this gut feeling of this feels right. And this doesn't feel right. And I feel like I've always had that. And so I could just be like, "Hmm, I don't have to do that and just feel confident that something else would replace it that was much better for me. Um, So a lot of the strategies and stuff, I just ignore. (laughs) I love it. I mean, in a word that you know, you start your business, and it's like, if you don't have a business background, or you you're not, you know, you know, you don't know anything about entrepreneurship you will try to consume as much as possible what it's out there. And sometimes it's things that are so contradictory and you're like, oh my, and you don't know what to follow. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is everywhere. And I think that's where human design does come in. And even before I knew about human design, 
I feel like I was tapped into that and knowing what feels right and what doesn't feel right. And so that's why I love, at least if you're not going to use human design to structure your business, at least dive into it energetically for yourself so that you can make decisions from this really clear energetic place immediately. And it's funny because I do readings with people who are brand new to human design and they it's amazing how much they of it they've already incorporated into their lives without even knowing that it exists. Mm-hmm. So it is an energy and anyone who does any sort of inner work at all, guaranteed you've already tapped into many, many pieces of it. Um, so I think just allowing yourself that, that deep gut response about what to do and what not to do is the most important thing. And for some of us, if we've been conditioned more, it's harder for us to tap into that and, you know, just keep doing the work, keep diving in until you can kind of strip away the things that aren't you. And you get to that place that feels really, really true to you. And you can make such clear decisions. And you, when you hear something, you immediately say, yeah, that's for me. That's not for me. And you can just keep moving, you know, more quickly through decision-making through strategies. Cause like you're saying, there's a million people out there telling us, exactly how to do it. Um, But we need to know what feels right for us. If we can't picture ourselves sustainably doing that for the next 10 years, then there's a good chance. It's just not a good energy for us and not a way for us to do our business. Oh my God, that is so true. It is like, I mean, mean, I'm, I'm, and I'm saying this from own experience. I said it to you, Miss, you was like, I tried and I tried and I was like, oh my God, this just doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right until I let it go. And I was like, this is fine. But when I did, there was still part of me that I was like, oh, maybe I made a mistake. Maybe I should try that. You know, maybe I should go. (laughs) And I did it. You know, it was still that question in my head. I remember my coach saying like it always, and this never fails, right? Every time I would go and like launch a program or launch a new book collaboration or anything like that, she was like, oh, you should do a free training. You should do a free training. All right. So I set up the date. I set up the whole thing. There's a whole email sequence going, the whole reminder, the whole thing is all set up, right? (laughs) The day comes and the fucking internet just disappears. It's either a power cut or just, and I swear to God, Missy, I swear to God, ladies, this always happens to me. Always. I don't think I ever done a training. I don't think I ever done a training. And I think the I think the only time the power card didn't like it wasn't a power card and it wasn't the Wi-Fi. Zoom wasn't working. The audio wasn't working. So I had to do it in <laughs> I had to do it in a Facebook room that I had never used before. And it was just a disaster. I couldn't, it was too late to tell the other people who had to sign up, you know, and it was just like, oh, this is just a mess. So I ended up, you know, I end up looking like I'm not really a person to trust, a person of the word, and like, oh, I'm gonna do this, and then I don't show up, you know. Yes, yes. Um, technology has a way of messing with us too, and I think you know that's energetics too, and that actually, yes. yeah. You know, if you think of like astrology and you dive into that, I love planning like big picture things out with the moon and with astrology, because you can avoid a lot of that stuff (laughs) (laughs) by by working in places that are very open and spacious and meant for productivity, like forcing yourself during a rest time. And the universe will tell you not to do Mm -hmm. it if you try. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it is. But it, it, it is one of those things and that happened to me this morning. I was like, oh, I really have to do this, but I don't really want to. So I ended up doing it and it just messed up my whole day. It completely messed it up. Like and now I have to wait two weeks for that to get sorted. You know, I actually fucked it up. Like and I'm like, oh, my God, this didn't know. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's listening to ourselves more and saying like, no. But, you know, there's always that part that, you know, when you you're out there and you're doing the work as an entrepreneur and everything, it's like, all right, how far, what's, what's the difference of me getting out of my comfort zone and me not feeling like that's right for me? Yeah. um, That's a really good question. I think, um, I mean, the two of us are manifesting generators and a lot of times, and in human design in general, we're told, you know, do what feels right. 
-hmm. but we can do what feels right in the bigger picture versus what feels right in the moment. Like if our vision is something really big and we wake up one day and it feels really uncomfortable to do something, we can still keep that bigger vision in mind and we can do something. And the thing that feels good is that we're creating this out here. And so, you know, that's where we have these really elaborate human brains and we can bypass <laughs> things like this. Um, because, yeah, I mean, an animal can't do that. And so, you know, I think how can we know what's correct for us? And, you know, rather than like, okay, well, I'm not supposed to do that. Something's getting in the way versus that's what I actually need to do to get to the next thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's a, I think it's an intuitive thing that you in everything's an evolution. So, you know, every moment we have decisions to make, what am I going to do next? And I think we can use our intuition to, to know, um, you know, you might have this vision, but maybe you end up on this totally different path for a while, or the vision changes. And I think we can just allow things, you know, with our intuition to, to do that. And I would say in human design, you know, there's like this deep inner sense of knowing and yes, and feel good energy when we're doing the right, the next right thing, even if it doesn't necessarily feel good, and it is a little bit uncomfortable. And so we can tap into that. And the deeper we tap into that energy, the easier it is for us to make that next right decision without um, without second guessing ourselves, mm -hmm. you know? I yeah, like there's, that. yeah, I mean, we can experience, we can be in a really good place and still experience a lot of discomfort. And that's mm -hmm. a good thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not against, I'm not against discomfort or, you know, really like when you, you can evolve really quickly. And it is really, I think it's uncomfortable because you're like shape shifting. It's uncomfortable oh, yeah. to do that. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so we can, yeah. And sometimes that just the universe just takes us on that path and we don't have a lot of, it's like, it's happening so fast. Our brain can't even compute with what's going on. Um, so yes, I'm all for discomfort. As long as you're staying in your true energy and you're making decisions from a deep place of truth, I, mm -hmm. it, yeah, things can feel uncomfortable for sure. Yeah. I was going to ask you, Miss, you know, like, have you ever felt uncomfortable that you know that things were changing, but consciously you didn't know, subconsciously you did, right? And you probably your intuition and everything. And you felt like this big, it's sort of like grief process that you start crying for no freaking reason. And you're just like, really, like, really sad about something, but you don't know what it is. <laughs> Oh my gosh. That's like literally for two years that I'm like, I cry every day. Why am I crying? I sometimes wonder for like shedding parts of ourselves mm -hmm. or something that we want to believe in, or that we've been told that we just have, we're letting go of it. And I don't know if it's sadness or joy. Sometimes I think it might be gratitude. It's like, you just feel so exceptionally grateful for where you are that you just like, yeah, you're like shedding and changing so fast that there's you're letting go of things you're I mean it yeah it's a it's too fast for our human brains to process it and is too yeah um yeah and those evolutions in ourselves can be um I mean we're like shedding part of ourselves sometimes yeah well like not that, I won't say we're killing but it's like part of us is dying that it's no longer that's no longer with us I mean Maybe a relationship you had, maybe the relationship with yourself that you had. No, no. I had this client the other day that was that she was like telling me for the past three weeks, she couldn't stop crying. And I was like, just let it out, let it out, let it out. And she was like, I should be grateful for the things that I have. And I was like, you crying has nothing to do with you not being grateful. You know, it's, it is like you, you're allowed those emotions, those feelings are allowed. And I mean, I have times, I had times that I just walked down the street and I just start crying and I'm like, why am I crying? And I'm like, I have no idea. But eventually, I don't know, you'll know, you'll realize like, oh, I don't have that bad habit anymore. Or, oh, I don't feel that way about someone anymore, some other relationship or, you know, or, or a person or a situation anymore. 
Yeah, I we're allowed to feel all of our emotions. And it doesn't matter how well we're doing, or how amazing everything in our life is, we can still feel every human emotion in a day, even if everything on the outside seems perfect. And it can be that we even inside our souls, everything feels really great, but we're still human. We're <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> we cry over something that happened 10 years ago on a perfectly beautiful day where everything is wonderful. I mean, we're allowed to do that. And I think, you know, every time we don't do that, we're doing a disservice to ourselves. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. Because then you'll get times that you'll want to cry and you won't be able to cry. <laughs> That's what I'm going through now. Like, I was saying it to my friend. I was like, I actually, she was like, you look like you want to cry. And I was like, I know I've been having this feeling, but I haven't been able to. Um, I even watched the last season of Grace Anatomy the other day. And I'm like, it was so terribly. And, and then it was like, it reminded me of the whole year last year of 2020. And I was like, but I don't know, not in really a sad way, more of an angry way. And I was like, this is not even making me cry. In Grace Anatomy, it always made me cry. <laughs> I've heard that with, I used to work in a online program that was coaching for physicians, female physicians, and they did have that. They had, they just had suppressed so much emotion. You know, you're working with patients and you don't want to emotionally react and bring in different energies into the room. And so they suppress their emotions so many times that there were some that said they hadn't cried in three years, like never cried. Um, Crying is a beautiful thing. It can be joy. (laughs) It can be pain. It can be gratitude. It can be anything can make us. It's just like our soul is like bursting out of our bodies. I mean, that's, that's beautiful. I know. Oh, I miss it. (laughs) Eventually I'll start crying. But anyways, (laughs) it was crazy. It was crazy. But um, yeah, but I said I had, I went through a period of my life that I remember it was just I would just start walking and I would just start crying. And I'm like, you know, I would go for a walk. I would go on the bicycle and I would just start crying. And it wasn't anything that I was listening to. I was probably listening to like this really upbeat hip hop song. And then suddenly I just burst down in tears. And I was like, you know, what, what happened? And I just, yeah, just let it out. I wouldn't stop it. I'm just like, just let it all out and then we'll figure it out. Yeah. And then we'll be fine. <laughs> I go through times where I cry every day and then times where I don't, but I would cry if I needed to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, there, I think it's okay. We, it is not, there are no, you know, one thing I love about mm-hmm. human design, there's no judgment, there's no good or bad. So there are no good and bad emotions there. You know, there's no good and bad human design. Like every one of them is needed and that's why it exists in this world. And we are allowed to experience mm-hmm. and feel of those things without judgment to ourselves and without judgment to other people. I think the most important thing is, you know, if we can learn to accept things within ourselves, then it's so much easier to accept things than other people, even if it's different, like we fully accept ourselves as we are and we see ourselves and we can fully accept someone else and see them exactly as they they Mm -hmm. are. To me, that's like magic. It's, it's magic. And it, and it's a low, I mean, it, it's not it's not an easy road to get there though, but it it's it's beautiful once you get there. You know, and just like because I see a lot of people, you know, when people get in argue because they have different opinions, and I was like, there's no point in arguing. I mean, it's beautiful that the other person has a different opinion, you know, and like and you have to base that opinion. It I mean that opinion is based on what they have gone through. You can't, you know, everybody has gone through different experiences. I had um, my friend the other day because I got I had a little argue with with a few people <laughs> in a thread, and uh, and she was telling me she was like, oh, why would you do that to yourself? You know, why would you bring that negativity into your life? And I was like, I don't consider negativity that other people have a different opinion. You know, I mean, they can say whatever they want. Okay, so yeah, so bringing I mean, everybody's got a different opinion, and like we keep saying, us like you know coaches or healers or entrepreneurs we keep saying that everybody's different but when somebody presents themselves different in front of you some people don't like it and it's like how contradictory is that you know we have to take in consideration that they have a different upbringing they have different experiences and also this that's why I think human design is so amazing because once we accept that part of ourselves 
you know, accept how we are. As you said it, I'm like, I love it, ladies. The fact that Messi did never had to hustle, like never did the hustling that we're taught in business, you know, that you were saying you don't create content, you're not on social media, you know, although you teach social media, those things. And I'm like, okay, how do you run a business? No. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I, yeah, I have all of the accounts, like anyone could go to any of those places and find me and see what I do. Um, but I'm not, and it just, that's what feels right to me right now. And that's why that's the way it is. It's not that I have like that no one should do social media. I think some people, it's a perfect match energetically for them to create content and be in front of people. And at this season for me, it just doesn't, it, it just doesn't feel like the right thing to do. And I haven't needed to do it. So I don't do it. Yeah. It's, I think, you know, with, with human design to me, profile is probably the best thing to dive into. It's the two numbers um, to kind of know how to show up in the world. And that to me, it's like the one thing when I meet somebody and I get to know them, I'm like, I usually can guess their profile or I can say, I'm pretty sure they have a three in their profile. Um, just like their experiences and their journey shows um, they, there's an, there's an energy that they're mm -hmm. compatible with and it's showing. Um, so yeah, there are certain profiles that, that do really well in this like front and center. And I have that four, which is the networker. And so I know I need to make personal one-on-one -on -one connections with people. And that's how I grow my business. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't need to, I don't need to try to get tens of thousands of followers. I just need to connect with one person at a time, really authentically. And that just, you know, right now I've got so many bridges built because I acknowledge that. And now people just from past interactions, from referrals, all of that, they just find me again. Um, you know, like one lady messaged me last night. She's like, you just keep popping up for me. I feel like we need to talk again. It's been, you know, six months since the last time we talked. Yeah. Um, so that happens regularly. And I, it's because I have, you know, really tapped into that energy that's correct for me, which is really just getting to know people on a one-on-one -on -one level. And I feel like, you know, when offering business services, you need to work one-on-one -on -one with people so you know the commonalities of the problems that people are having. Yep. In real life. Well, that's it, because it is the truth that every everybody is different. You know, like when we talk about, let's say, marketing and people's like, oh, you, you don't have like when people's like, I don't have the money to invest. And they try to give you this whole like, you know, emotional, like, what do you call it? Um, oh, oh, they try to play with your emotions and tell you like, you know, oh, that means that you're not invested in yourself and your dreams and all this and that. And you're like, no. You can't take that one, and that, that that doesn't work for everybody because everybody's different, you know. Um, I'm, the other day I had this lady who's just like, she went into my DMs and she started the conversation, and I was like, how I can help you? She obviously skipped my my my, my question, and like she kept like offering me the stuff that it was like, oh yeah, well I can help you, like you know, have six seven figures like on this last quarter, and I'm like. I never, ever talk about money, Lissy. You know, Mitzi, it's not one of my things. And I was like, and it's not, yes, I want to make money. I may, I actually make money, but it's not something that I talk to everybody about, you know? And, and it's not my goal, a six, seven on this last quarter, because I know how you, I know the steps that you have to do to make them. And they're not my, they, they're not aligned with me, you know? So um, <laughs> yeah, I think you sound, do you know your profile? not sure okay yeah that what would you just, guess <laughs> I, I don't know I don't know I just because we've only talked for like half an hour <laughs> usually if someone has a three in their profile that really stands out to me um and then if someone has a four I don't necessarily notice that right off mm -hmm. um but when I find out I and I look at their business I can see you know why there are certain successes and why maybe they haven't grown the way they want to um yeah it's it's interesting threes bump into life they're very much like they're not afraid to share their failures and they're and they they have a lot of bumps up against life I mean they 
by the time they hit their Saturn return at 28, it's like they've lived a full entire life of experience. They've had so many. Yeah, that most people don't have. And if you have a six in your profile, then that also has that three line for that Mm -hmm. first section up to your Saturn return. And so I have the six line. And so same thing, like a million different training programs. Like I could have been in 20 different things, you know, just like a lot of experiences that people have not had that are my age, you know, even in college, we'd be like, how do you know that? How do you know that? It's like, uh, just have having had experienced a lot of things early on. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that, that can help you to know, you know, what to share. Like if you have that three profile, people are really going to relate to when you share your failures, when you share that you slipped and fell, when you share that really, it's just energetically people can resonate with that. It's a perfect energy for you. That that's how you, you experience life is by bumping up against it. So sharing that with people, um, really makes you real. Awesome. Good to know. I'm going to check it. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if I'm, there's definitely a six there. Uh, you have a six in yours? Huh? You have a six in your profile? I, there's definitely a six. I can remember being a six, but I can't remember being the other number. What is it? Uh, how do you, just in case anybody wants to do it who's listening, how do you come up with the number again? Is it your, is your date? Yeah, if you, worth, right? I prefer um, jovianarchive.com for beginners. We'll yeah. give you a really simple one page snapshot of, your design. Um, and then my body graph will mybodygraph.com. It's a more digital version and it has like layers and things you can click on. It can feel overwhelming to a beginner. So I do recommend, I recommend Archive, And then I recommend Jovian archive and then just look at it and just whatever's like catching your attention and your energy or just like Google that one thing and just dive into that one thing rather than feeling like you have to understand all of it. Mm -hmm. It's a lifetime evolution of living and experiencing and experimenting your human design. So nobody, no matter how much you study it, you never can understand it all because it's energetics. And so Mm -hmm. it just takes your whole life to feel into the energetics of your design and to just become truer and truer to what it is. And, you know, it becomes more effortless as you go. Um, so you don't need to understand anything. Human design is nothing to believe in. It's nothing to convince yourself of. It's just an energetic feeling. So, you know, once you learn one thing and you feel how that feels in your body to make a decision from a certain place and how that feels, then you start to make more decisions from that place. Yes. And so you just have to begin to... Um, to feel the energetics of it and then just to live it and you just go deeper and deeper and deeper um, and you feel really seen by I say you feel seen and understood by the great some great spiritual being they're like you're exactly like you're supposed to be mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> you can <laughs> that for you to me it's permission to release everything that you thought you were supposed to be doing and just do the things that, that is are so important. Yeah, that is so important. It's like we were saying at the beginning, it's just like so much out there, especially if you're just getting started or if you don't know or things or you've been in business for a while and things are not working and you're there like, okay, what is the next big thing? And there's always constantly things coming up, you know, and it's, and then the algorithms are changing all the time. And then it's like, oh, there's this new social media platform. It's like this big woo about this one. And then, you know, it's always sad. I remember what was a clubhouse when it came out this year. And I was just like, oh, my God, can you people just stop? It's just another place. You know what I mean? Great. If you're going to be. But suddenly it's like everybody left Facebook. They went there and then they all came back, you know, and it's like, uh, you know, an expert expert predicted that there it was going to be the best social media platform this year. <laughs> like, I just go with the flow. You know? I know. I think we can use our intuition a lot more than we do. And yeah. our, our inner knowing is really powerful and it's okay. I'm not, I have nothing against any new platform. We don't know which one it's going to be the next best, best thing, but it really doesn't matter. It doesn't because it's what works for you. Yeah. Yeah. 
And you're going to, you're going to, everything's an evolution. So you dropping everything and starting something new is not, that's not evolution. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and so you can decide you're going to sign up for clubhouse and you can try it and then you can see if it feels good and then you can do more of it if it feels good but it doesn't mean you have to abandon anything you were doing before it doesn't mean that it's the next best thing and you're going to go all in I mean you can just allow it's okay for things to evolve and I feel like when we get tangled up in these like not being present and wanting something that's definitely going to be in the future, but we want it right now. That's where the resistance comes in. Yeah. And that we can be exactly where we are right now. We know, we already know in our body, the next right thing to do. I mean, I've worked with lots of coaches and like we were saying before we started recording, Maria, a coach is here to guide us to our truth, not to tell us exactly what we should be doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so the more we can tap into our own inner knowing, the better we can make decisions and we can avoid a lot of the clutter mm-hmm. and a lot of the strategies that everyone's telling us that we should be doing. And we mm-hmm. immediately will know, um, you know, from our uh, inner authority, whether it's the yes or no, like you said, when someone DMs you, you're like, no, that's not how I, that's not how I do things. No. And you just know, you know, immediately you have your, you have your inner knowing, um, lit up and you know, nope, that's not how I do it. I'm not going to do that. And you can just move on and we don't need to judge anyone. Um, I think as soon as we start placing judgment and good and bad on things, that's, that's when we kind of can get ourselves tangled up and we're right yes. and they're wrong. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's, that's another thing. If let's take on consideration the DMs, you know, because people will go in and they try to sell you something straight away or invite you to something. And then you have people saying like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. And I'm like, I did that when I was first started my business because I didn't know what to do, you know? So mm-hmm. it's that it's coming from that place that the other person is trying to learn. They're trying their best, you know, there's no point of like, tell them to I don't know, F off or whatever it is, you know, uh, that everybody, everybody's on a different yeah, I think, level of their journey. Yeah. And everything can be an educational process. So we can respond in a really kind way that maybe gets their attention because I'm sure they're used to a lot of negative yeah. responses there and they don't know anything better. And that's why, you know, if we can become more self-aware and know what actually feels correct for us, we can avoid a lot of that discomfort. It's discomfort for ourselves. I'm sure if you, if to you, it feels uncomfortable, then it probably uh-huh. feels uncomfortable. Absolutely. That energy yeah. is in that yeah. message. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so if we can respect them and maybe respond in an encouraging way, um, in, in a positive way, then we can maybe change things and, you know, help them without, I'm always for like every connection, you know, even on a free call, give everything that I have to show people what it is that I offer. I'm all for, you know, educating all the time and connecting all the time and helping everybody do better, whether they pay me or not. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, it's our responsibility to elevate everybody we don't want to give away things but if we're going to use energy to respond we can use energy to respond in a way that can really maybe help them um help them kind of bring awareness to what Mm -hmm. what might be better for them i think a person will be more inclined to want to work with you if you work from that place of energy instead of like oh you have to you have to like you look at what i can you know i mean there's there's a lot there's a lot of people who want that quick fix as well you know we're talking about oh no I can bring it when you hire a coach you'll get there faster it might be true and it might not be the case sometimes you know but it's not because you're doing something wrong it's just because the universe has a different plan for you you know it's like you have to go through these steps there's nothing you can skip in between even if you hire that person who promised you that you're going to get there much faster there are certain things that it's just they just won't click at this thing, Missy, right, that I realized for years I used affirmations and I'm like, 
affirmations, we all go like, this is the best way for you to strengthen your belief, your self-confidence, all these kind of things, you know, and to really envision yourself being the woman that you want to be, having the things that you want. And I remember one of the affirmations, it was just never, I used to, I kept writing it and writing it and writing it and writing it, but for some reason it wasn't clicking. You know, <clears throat> I just didn't seem to believe it. Although I kept on like every day, I have it on my phone, I write it, I say it out loud. And then I realized that it wasn't the affirmation. It was the reason why I was saying that affirmation, why it wasn't clicking. Mm -hmm. You know, why did I need that specific affirmation? And I was like, because there's a whole trauma behind it that I need to heal. So, you know, even yeah. when, when coaches, because I use affirmations as well, and I use it with my clients. And in fact, I tell you, it's like, yeah, we have to use affirmations, but we have to make sure that affirmations that you're going to believe. And if there's one of them that you don't believe, it's like, why you don't believe in that one? But I think it's all part of the process as well. You know, I mean, it took me four years to realize why that affirmation never clicked with me. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I think one of the biggest things that I see missing in the online space is the recognition of seasons and timing. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that people are like, you can manifest anything. Well, anything that's right for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you can't manifest someone else's dream. Yeah. And so I think so many times we're not clear on what, what our vision is. And it's, it's our vision because it's appropriate for us. And then we can allow the timing to be what the timing is. And there are seasons of rest and seasons where we have an abundance of energy. And, you know, if we hire a coach and they're like pushing us, but it's the season of rest for us, it's, we're not going to get where we want to be. And so that that's huge in acknowledging, you know, the season that you are in, that you feel in your body mm -hmm. and allowing that and allowing the timing to be what it is. And it's not that it takes X number of days or years or anything to accomplish something. I'm not saying there's a formula like that. Like it takes 10 years to build a seven figure business. We know that's not true. There are plenty of people who do it in six months or less, Yeah, but that's appropriate for them. It might not be my, my purpose might be that I need to serve and connect at the base longer and then it just like sprouts up like crazy and yeah. so we have to acknowledge I mean projectors have this ability to just like dream and make happen like in the moment it's amazing like wake up one day with a dream and then the next day they've created the thing I mean mm -hmm. <laughs> it's amazing I, I mean I've I've seen a lot of projectors in the online space do that um and that has to do with, you know, with our authority too. Like if you have that sacral or splenic authority, which is like, yes, no, in the moment, you know, you move on, you don't have to wait to make decisions. You can move really fast with that yeah. sort of um, drive and that sort of decision-making and assessing what's for you and what's not for you really quickly. But some of us, like I have emotional authority. So everything it's like, I have to receive the thing. I have to feel whether it's a yes or no in my sacral and my gut for have a gut response. And then I need to sleep on it before I say yes or no. So it takes me twice as long as it does somebody with a sacral or splenic um, to, to say, yep. And, and to like, they can say, yep. And do it the same day. I can say, maybe it feels good right now. I'll see how I feel tomorrow. So I just, you know, I'm like twice as long as you to, to do that thing. And there's nothing wrong with that. That's the perfect energy for me. Mm -hmm. And there's no, where we are is perfect in the present is perfect. And I know we have this idea, you know, of these dreams and these things we want to create, but we have to be present every step of the way to get there and to have it be sustainable. Mm -hmm. And if we're like, if we're never present and we're always like reaching and grasping for something that's a little bit out of our reach, then I think when we get there, we're going to feel empty. Absolutely. And we have to bring yeah. ourselves with us every step of the way. And we need to be evolving every step of the way and not, not just grasping for someone else's dream, yeah. but make sure that it is truly ours. Oh. And is, it is perfect for us. And I would say, you know, in human design, the place to look is your incarnation cross. So the incarnation cross is really 
your purpose for being here. It's why you came here this iteration. And in the, um, in the human design, the science of differentiation book, which is the one co-authored by Ra Uruhu, the founder or the, the man who channeled uh, human design in that one, it's just a brief statement on your incarnation cross. But if you want to go deeper, I would recommend Gene Keys. And it's just genekeys.com. That was channeled by another man more recently. And it really goes deep into the incarnation cross, which is why we came here. And it's funny because I was like, I don't know what my purpose is. Part of my purpose in my incarnation cross in my gene keys is that I don't know my purpose. That's my purpose is to not know my purpose. Okay. <laughs> I don't need to worry about anymore because it already tells me <laughs> okay. I need to just do the next right thing every day. And by doing the next right thing every day, I move toward my purpose, but I don't know what it is. The universe doesn't know what it is. It's that flexible with me right now. Um, so yeah, I was like, that's reassuring. I don't need to worry about, I don't need to pinpoint anything, but being a manager, we don't yeah. have to stay linear. We don't have to, you know, we can, we can be all over the place and change our minds and zigzag and so I'm just going with that, that I'm allowed to every day wake up and say, okay, this is the next right thing for me today. <laughs> oh my God, I'm going to check it out now, Missy. I think I can't remember the last time I checked it out, but it's like, because sometimes I feel that way or I feel like my purpose just keeps changing. And I'm like, mm -hmm. yeah, but the, and then I check it. I'm just like, oh, maybe I have ADHD. I don't know what it is. Like, <laughs> we're managing, we're managing. We have like a million things we love we change our mind every day um but that's how i sign up for like thousand of courses and then i'm like i started i'm more excited and then i'm like uh oh, i'm bored i'm like what's next <laughs> like what's the next yeah. shiny object but that, however like we still do the inner work it's something that we still seem to keep evolving like there's always like this new layer of ourselves that we keep shedding Although it's not that we're learning a new techie stuff or a new course, it's, it's something more, it's deeper. I feel, you know, like, yeah, 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 it's, and it's always, like I said, you know, discovering ourselves is a lifelong mm -hmm. process. And so we've never arrived. We're always digging deeper and seeing the nuances of every little thing and we just have to allow ourselves to know, to accept the fact that everything changes and everything evolves, including ourselves. And we've never arrived anywhere. We're always evolving. But if we can remain present to, you know, the beauty and the opportunities that are right here around us, that's when we can really do what we came here to do. Yeah. But you said it's like to evolve, you have to be present because if you're not present and you, all this whole evolution, inside evolution is happening, you might have to hire somebody in the next couple of years to tell you all the things that you could have learned in that moment. If that makes sense, you know, because yeah. I, I feel that way sometimes. I feel like, okay, I haven't achieved this, but holy shit, like, you know, I'll go through everything and I'm like, I don't feel like, like, let's say the first year of my business, if I didn't achieve that goal, I would have been heartbroken, you know, and I would have been like, Oh, my God, you know, what have I done wrong? And now I'm like, okay, what am I learning from this? What do I need to learn anything? Or it's just like not the right moment, you know, because those things are true as well. It's like, okay, maybe it wasn't meant to be now. And it shows up after, you know, and, and I think it's beautiful. And, and that gives you more tools. The more you learn, the more tools you have to, to help other people as well. Yeah, that's exactly right. I feel like we can, we can look at, if we can look at everything as a learning opportunity and then, and not be hung up on the fact that some, like, again, applying good and bad to everything and success and failure, mm -hmm. we learned how to do something and it worked or we learned how to not do something I mean that's all it is and then the next time we do the same thing over again um so we don't have to we can set goals we can set huge goals and not reach them and still be really happy yeah you know like this can be this huge dream and I mean if you look at it in a playful way then it doesn't matter it's just like this vision and you're just moving toward it and you're enjoying so much in the day to day that the vision just things stays out there. And it's just this exciting thing out there. And yeah, maybe you'll reach it in two months. Maybe you reach it in two years, maybe reach it in 20 years. I, I don't know. And maybe it will change, but if yeah. we can remain present the whole way there, 
um, a lot of magic can happen. And the thing that we envision might be way smaller than what the universe has in mind for us. Absolutely. And, <laughs> yeah. So we, we don't, we don't want to be too hung up on concrete things because you don't know, you maybe not have, we haven't even, most of us, all, all of us haven't even envisioned what is actually possible. Mm-hmm. That, that is so true. That is so true. Oh my God, Missy. I was like, we were going to start talking about, we were going to talk about Pinterest and then we stayed on the, <laughs> so like, I, I'd be happy to give like a, a two, a two line <laughs> synopsis on Pinterest. Yeah. Um, I mean, Pinterest is not social media and I love it because for somebody like me who just energetically, it's not the most perfect space for me. I love that Pinterest because I love beauty. I love visual things. And it does that. It's a place where you can curate and, you know, really bring together beauty. And it's amazing as a marketing tool because the things that you create on Pinterest live forever, just like in a Google search. Like if somebody looks up, how do I make pumpkin pie? There's like five recipes that are in the top Google results and they show up year after year after year. Um, And, you know, the longer they exist, the more likely they are to show up in top results. It's the same with Pinterest. So when you create something, it actually lives forever versus social media, like what max five days max. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's if you go viral. Um, And so it lives on forever. And I love, I like thinking I'm, like I said, I'm very much a minimalist at heart. So you know, what's the least amount of stuff I can do that will, that feels good. I can enjoy the process. And then something that can continue to work for me going on. Um, so that's, that's what Pinterest is. And I think it still hasn't been tapped into in the marketing space. There are lots of people using it. Um, but I would say mainstream in any online space I'm in. Yeah, but I think it's probably because of that, because we're seeing a social media. So it's like, you know, some of us, it's like, okay, how often do I have to blog? How often do I have to post on, I have to do write a blog? Or how, how often do I have to do something on Pinterest? How often, Missy? <laughs> you don't have to no. do, like, how often would you at all? No. You don't even have to really create content. You can create 10 pins that go to, your sign up page for your email list you could like every it just can be a different image and they can all go to the same place so or and, order, let's say if you do a pin you don't have to write a blog behind it no nope the yes. pin it's all about traffic it's just like a google search so instead of clicking the text you click the image and when mm-hmm. you click the image it takes you to the place it could take you anywhere like i've set it up for coaches and we do we'll promote their Facebook group will promote their freebies, will promote their low price point offers. They don't create any content. Okay. We're just, we're just creating like, I'll just make some branded images and then, you know, with some text and then figure out their keywords so that it mm-hmm. shows up in results. I think and that's, then- that's where the confusion lies that it's like, okay, it's like, oh my God, do I have to write a blog and do I have to put it there? You know, because um, I recently opened like an online clothing shop and it was that, it was like, oh, do I have to write blogs if I want to put it on Pinterest? I'm like, oh, I have to write more content. <laughs> like, no, yeah, you do. You start. can. I just got to put nice images of my clothes and just put it and go through the shop. Yeah. And then just like load it in Canva and put some text yeah. over it um, with some catchy thing. And then you, there's plenty of space for description. So you just want to think about what are phrases and words that people would search? Yeah. Um, they were looking for this and you can start searching on Pinterest and things will start popping up and you'll be like, oh yeah, like that looks a lot like, you know, the the direction that I'm going. So those keywords would work for me too. Awesome. Um, yeah, I love it because it's like a setup and forget it thing. You can have, you can, uh, you know, create ongoing content, but you really don't have to. Um, you know, you just have to set it up with keywords, make things searchable, think about your boards. You want it to be like, if someone comes to your account, it like, you know, it like speaks to them energetically is my Mm -hmm. thing. Um, and it just feels really good and they know they're in the right place. And yeah, I mean, and you don't have to worry about getting followers on Pinterest. I mean, there's so many things to love about it. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, no, it's just like it was a platform like years ago. I used to use it a lot. And I, I grew up my viewers to low. Like, I think it was like over 50,000. And then I just left it. And then just like, obviously, it just went down a lot. And I concentrated more on Facebook and on Instagram. But for some reason, I always loved it. But I had that idea that every time I go into Pinterest, I have to write a blog. So now mm. with the idea pins, because I do, I love doing little videos. Like I'm very, you know, I, I mean, I always love doing videos. And now we're like having been able to do a three minute video on TikTok for me. It's like, oh my God, hallelujah. This is awesome. You know? uh-huh. <laughs> so being able to, you know, link that now that you're saying that just do, you know, do a template and be able to link it to that is perfect because that means I, all the stuff that I'm actually saying I don't have to write it down and it goes right into the video. Yeah. The link. Is yeah. And you right could, in. you could send traffic to your TikTok account. You could send traffic to your Instagram account. I mean, you can use Pinterest to grow your social media um, by sending people, you know, yeah. to your Instagram, sending people to your TikTok account. Like if you've got one TikTok that's done really well, you could post that on Pinterest. And then when people click it, it just takes them to your TikTok account yeah. and they can follow you if they want to. Um, so yeah, I just, and it really is like, I mean, if you come up with new ways or new content, you can easily add it, but you don't have to create weekly content or anything like that for it to work for you. Um, so that's what I, I love, you know, I, I don't like the maintenance of social media as much. That's what it, yeah, that's what it was. So when you said it was like, you can do Pinterest without, you know, how grow your business without having to be in social media a lot. And I was like, this is awesome. Because it is that thing. I'm like, I, I am a writer by trade, like I write and, but you know, when I have to do the content for my email marketing, and then I'm like, oh, I have to post. It's just like, it becomes too much. So when I started doing video, I was like, oh, this is great. I, I think I'm going to start sending that to emails as well. So I don't have to write all the content. I just do a short video. I mean, here we go. This is the, this is the email for today. But, um, you know, because it is, it requires, not that because it's the lack of inspiration, but it's just like, it does. And then thinking, I'm like, oh, now I have to write something completely different or something very original for Pinterest. Uh, and that used to, you know, put me off a little bit. But now that you say it that way, I'm like, this is awesome. I could do that. <laughs> yeah. Anything new. I think people spend a lot of time making content, but I think if it's, and this is where, if it's appropriate for them, some people just have so much energy and they love creating things, then perfect. Go do that. Go live every day and write a big, long, epic post on Facebook every day. Do that if it feels really good to you. And if it feels really good to you, it will feel really good to your audience. Mm -hmm. So do what feels really good to you. If you love video, do video. And I think we're at a point in social media where less refined is better. People have have really hard time relating to Mm -hmm. really produced things so if you're just like the sitting in your car youtube video is like classic you know like they're just like pulled up in the grocery store and they're going to record their five minute youtube video sitting in their car before they go in i mean that really because we can see you in real life you're human we can relate to you um, so I think, you know, spending so much time, like refining and perfecting everything actually has the opposite effect that we want it to have mm-hmm. at this point. So, yeah. Do what energetically feels good to you. And by doing that, it energetically will feel good yeah. to the people receiving it you know, and everyone's happy and you don't expend energy. Mm-hmm. There's no resistance. Um, yeah. It's yeah. just follow what feels correct for you. I thank you. Thanks for saying that, because this this is something I was watching the other day. It was so interesting, right? I was watching a video on TikTok about she's a social media manager, and she was like, "Okay, these are the things that you shouldn't be doing in video, right?" And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, "This is so like 1999." I'm like, "This is like right." So finish watching her video, just like for, I was like, "I want to see what she says." And I scroll, and like the next person is actually doing all the things that you said you shouldn't be doing, and he's like gone viral. <laughs> And it's because like, it just, his, he was in the, he was energetically in the right place okay. at the right time. Like his, his vibes were probably like through the roof and it really resonated with people. And he was I being that. Like, there's like no it, it was the authentic- Yeah. It was the authenticity of it. Like being, and as you said, it's being, being relatable because I remember before 
for a lot of Instagram used to be this like beautiful, very well curated, perfectly like Photoshop thing that, oh my God, I have to compete with that, you know? And that was the accounts that had like a thousand, a thousand of followers. And, and if you were new to Instagram and you didn't know how to do any of the stuff, your feed looked like complete crap. You know, it's just like, it was like, oh my God, how do I get to do all the pretty things that they do? I can't do it. But, yeah, and we don't have to do that anymore. I mean, Instagram is favoring those like just phone videos, and mm-hmm. I mean, all over yeah, the it's place video yeah. and the real, I mean, all of that stuff, which is just like real people in real time. And it um, should so be, you know, like if let's say if you're a mom, you have kids, and you have a business, you don't have all that time, or you don't, or you just started your business, you don't have the funds to hire somebody to do all the pretty things for your video, or having everything well curated. That's the reality. I mean, it it puts some people off of starting their business or following their passion because they think they have to do all these things, and it's over. It is scary as fuck, and it's like, no, I have to invest all that, or I have to put all that time, and I don't have it then, you know, now it's more people's like, no, you don't actually have to do all that. You can do this instead. You can, you know, or, or like you're saying, lean more into what really makes you feel good. So you don't have to do all this other stuff that they say you have to do when you don't have to do it. Oh my God. Yeah. I think, <laughs> yeah, it does make sense. I think so many of us, yeah, we like, there's this influencer model of, mm-hmm. you know, growing a big audience and posting on social media. But when you're starting your business, you need to get clients. Yeah. Yes. I'm not sure. Like your Instagram post is only going to reach the people who follow you. Plus a few people who visit the hashtags yeah. that you use. And so how can you get clients? And, you know, to me, that's energetic connections with people. Um, you know, like you were saying the DMing, which has never been a thing for me, but I think, you know, there are some really nice Facebook groups in every space where you can just make authentic connections with people. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, initially, you're just going to be really helpful and supportive and then you'll start to gain confidence and get a client or two and then referrals. And so you really do just need to make, you know, each connection and don't get caught up in like imitating some person with hundreds of thousands of followers and what works for them. And they started, they're like early adopters to the platform. And so they have a huge edge on us that we're, there's probably no chance any of us can ever get to where they are because we don't have that early adopter exponential thing going on with our accounts that they have. Um, so we, I think we just have to get more creative and really yeah. make. Well, there's also, yeah. there's also the fact that let's say, for instance, Instagram, there was a time where everybody used to buy followers as well. And some of them kept them, even though they're not, none of them are like, I mean, and you can see it. There's accounts of like a hundred and thousand followers. And then when the comments, there's like three people commenting. And I'm like, yeah, no, no. you know, I, I would have me personally, because I, I remember I hired somebody on my first stages. I did that. And she when she, I realized she was buying followers, I was like, no, I was like, no, I don't want that. I was like, stop. And she was like, oh, but that's the way you grow your account. And I was like, I don't want to grow my account like that. I was like, no, mm-hmm. I was like, that would be one person. I would be like, mm-hmm. I have thousand and not one person says anything, not even a like. I'm like, no, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I I think, you know, one encouraging thing um, I saw um, one of my past clients, I saw her post in a Facebook group recently, and she was just saying that in her business has been around, I don't know, at least three years since I've known her, her online business. And she's only had 44 unique clients ever. And she runs a full-time online business and people have you know, purchased every program, Mm -hmm. like those 44 people have purchased many things from her, but she's only ever had 44 separate clients ever in three years. Wow. And she runs a successful full-time business. And so I think we just get so tangled up in that influencer model, whereas you just don't need that many, you know, what is, if your human design is to like be front and center and you know, on the stage, well, then it is. And then you should build your business model according to that. And if it's not that, then you just need to make personal one-on-one connections with people and build your business and allow it to evolve naturally. Okay, Missy. Oh my God. I just realized we've been talking forever. I'm like, I could keep talking to you. (laughs) So (laughs) fun. The longest podcast I had in a while. 
Navi, if anybody wants to contact you, get to know you better, where they can reach you. Yeah, my website is tasteofsimple.com and human design readings are on the homepage, more information about that. And then I am at Taste of Simple everywhere on social media. Like I said, I don't, I do Insta stories occasionally and I interact in Facebook groups, but I don't really create social media content at the moment. Um, but I'm very active there. Like if you message me, I will get right back to you. I'm yeah. always on. Awesome. Um, yes. Awesome. I love this. If you want to learn more how to run your business that way, because I was like, when, when I seen uh, she filled up the form and I was looking at it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's definitely going to get along with her because I am on that stage and I'm like, I don't want to be on social media that much. And the other part of me is like, no, but you should, how else are you going to get clients? And I'm like, oh no, I'll find another way. <laughs> so I'm having this conversation, I'm having it with myself. <laughs> it's perfect. <laughs> I love it. I'm so glad we connected, Maria. I just, I believe that we connect with the right person at the specific time mm-hmm. for a reason. Absolutely. I really enjoyed this. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Lovies, I will drop the links uh, on the thread. If you want to contact Messi, definitely you should contact her, uh, especially if you want to know more about your human design and how to work around it, you know, and uh, because it is, it's very important. And, and it is a tool that we, it is accessible out there and it's important. Okay. Um, and I wish you all a fantastic week and thank you, Missy, again. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in, lovies. I love to hear your thoughts and opinions, so drop your comments or give us a shout. I'd like to get to know you more and what help and support do you need most to help you grow your business. I am Maria C. Krause, and I help entrepreneurs become more visible by sharing their unique story, inspire, heal, and make a bigger impact. If you'd like to become a guest or a collaborator in any of our platforms or simply want to know about how I can help you take your business to the next level, you can find me on all social media platforms under Maria C. Krause or check out my website for freebies and updates at www.mariacrause.com. Make sure to follow us and share with your best besties to get your weekly dose of inspiration and motivation to kick ass in life and in business. Love, life, be. Have a wonderful day, whatever in the world you are.